there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare always follow the money that's what i always say you always follow yeah, the money. yeah this is follow the money with mitch moss and paulie howard on vsin Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, as we are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. In this hour, we will discuss college football playoff odds. And I think that you can say this for the first time in years about the sport. That's coming up in about 15 in 30. Glenn Clark, radio host in Baltimore, will help us preview the Baltimore Ravens. And Paulie, we will begin by talking uh, Major League Baseball in this uh, in this very hour, and we have some monstrous games and series beginning today in baseball, and uh, I love it. In late July, for example, the Rangers are taking on the Astros as Texas overall had a nice weekend, scoring a bunch of runs against the Dodgers, and uh, the Astros took three out of four against the A's. This uh, division is uh, close between these two teams, and John Gray is going on the mound today for the Rangers, and it's basically a pick 'em. Total is at nine. And John Gray, his numbers at home compared to on the road, he's having a really solid season, by the way. On the road, in eight starts, he has a 2.31 ERA on the year. The whip is 1.0. He doesn't strike out a ton of guys, regardless of uh, where that spot is being played. But I was surprised to see that on the road, his ERA is basically two runs better than it is when he's at home. And this is just a huge series. And the Astros need a lot of these games, obviously, because, you know, the winner of this division, they're going to be the two seed in the American League. Well, maybe the one. Yeah. The losses will be coming for Baltimore. Yeah, the one's uh, possible, but the buy is, is most important. Love Gray. Love Gray and uh, three-game lead, $1.75 to win the division at William Hill, thirty at DraftKings. Seager hurt now, uh, and then they're down big early against the Dodgers and come back to win. Certainly a potent offense, and... Houston scuffling offensively. Couldn't get much going against the uh, A's. Mm -hmm. And uh, they've had some issues offensively. Still concerned about the bullpen as well. 
So a big series here, and I, I lean Texas in this one because I, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Gray. They also, uh, was it Evaldi? They're skipping his start, too, or pushing him back as well. Coming up, so big series here. Four, three Astros so far head-to-head. The other thing that's surprising, Houston only three games over 500 at home. That's another one, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, They got to make a move. Yes, they do. Astros, ha- they talked about it last week. They have to make a move. Deadline again a week away from tomorrow. Uh, I would say two things. Get a starter and a stick. Although the young starters yep. have been really, really good. Javier, I mean, uh, I know that he had a no-hitter through five this last weekend, but he also walked five um, through five. And so that's got to get tightened up a little bit. But I, I'm with you on this one. I would uh, lean gray today in this spot as well. And another one now, the Reds in the National League Central taking on the Brewers. This this team's been all over the map. The Reds are now on a five-game winning yes, streak directly after a six-game losing yeah, streak. Yeah. They're a half a back in the Central, half game back. The Brewers have 12 wins in July. They've been one of the hotter teams. They honestly could have swept the Braves, could have, would have, should have, but they, and they lost two out of three. Today it's uh, Ray against Ashcraft. Tomorrow it's Burns against Abbott. How good is that game? Ooh. And then we get uh, Peralta against Lively, which I'm going to expect runs in that game. Well, they've uh, owned them this year, though. They're 8-2 and two head-to-head against Cincinnati. Yep. And uh, they shut the Reds down the last two series. The Reds couldn't do much offensively. We'll see if that continues. And uh, another big series starts here as well. But you're right, Milwaukee playing well. Reds turning around after that funk they were in, uh, they, in the break and out of the break. But they've won five in a row, as you mentioned. So another big series here. And when you saw those big prices on Milwaukee to win the Central, whoop, here come the Reds now too. But as we've talked about, there's, 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 a two, there's two paths here. Suddenly, uh, the wild card is in play. Because the Giants now are on a losing streak. The Phillies are scuffling. Arizona's lost seven of ten. Excuse me, eight of ten. So you got you got another path here for the wild card where you know you people have said take you know go on a cup need dr- be drug tested mm-hmm. if you thought this division was going to get two teams in but that's certainly in play here. Are you surprised by this? DraftKings has Milwaukee minus two fifteen to win the Central. They have the Reds at plus two thirty. Reds are half a game back. No, I uh, think that's about right. You think that's yeah. accurate? Yeah. Okay, because yeah. I know that the Brewers could really make a statement again this week. Just that Cincinnati pitching or lack thereof, I think is going to come yeah. back to bite them. Now, here's the thing, too. Does this team make a move? I brought up how the Orioles should well, make they a move. should. You know, if Blake Snell's going to move, like the Orioles would be a perfect team, I think the Reds would also be a great fit for Blake Snell. Yeah. I'm getting reminded, by yeah. the way, that uh, Blake Snell was no good in the playoffs last year. No, he wasn't. I don't care. If the guy's going to be available, he's, look at the stretch he's on right now. And maybe he gets lit up again this year. you got to make a move. You got you got to do something to try to improve your team to make a run. Yeah, and the Reds could a thousand percent. You this Abbott thing has been nuts. Yeah, he's finally DraftKings has him two hundred to one. Said one bad start, been lights out in all the other games. Yeah, it is nuts, no doubt. But, but if it, you, it's also found money. I mean, you take it a is. shot here. Yes. This wasn't supposed to happen. No, and here's you're, the thing too: you're, you're also off to a bad start. So you know the prices we talked about in early May, what this team was. And you're half a game back. And I'm making the case here because I want Snell to stay in the National League. But if this team, they have plenty of, I mean, my God, like every rookie other than Corbin Carroll and uh, the kid for the Mets uh, on the board to win the National League Rookie of the Year. It's like a Cincinnati Red. Alvarez, yeah. He's having a great year. But if this team were to add a guy like Blake Snell, Hunter Green coming back, Lodolo in theory coming back, I mean, all of a sudden, you're right, Paul, because what you said is something that we never would have dreamed of uh, three weeks ago. They can also make the wild card. I'm not going to kill the Reds if they don't go balls out, but I will Baltimore because you were sellers last year at the deadline and you were in it. 
So you have the best record in the league with the second lowest payroll and all these prospects? You better get somebody uh, if you're Baltimore because uh, you don't have uh, that star, that ace. At DraftKings, Giants minus 220 to make the playoffs. Phillies minus 250. Diamondbacks minus 130. Giants have a makeup game today in Detroit. They won seven in a row. Now they've lost five in a row. And after this trip in Detroit, then they play nine in a row at home. So this is a funky schedule. I'll tell you what's really weird. Uh, we've touched on it in recent starts. The Logan Webb numbers on the road compared to oh. at home. And he lasted, what, one and two-thirds over the weekend against Washington? Wow, was that bad. And he was just hammered against that offense. That's a bad weekend for the Giants. I did not see that one coming. They got pounded in most of those games yep. against the Nats over the weekend. So, yep. yep, not good there. It's a good series, though. Phillies host the Orioles. It's Sanchez against Kramer. Phillies only a small price, dollar twenty-five at home. Kramer's been solid all year. You got that big series and the Blue Jays and the Dodgers. Dodgers favorite at home, Grove a dollar twenty-five against Barrios. And uh, Blue Jays are only two up on the Red Sox and Yankees for the final wild card spot. Mm-hmm. But then again, all these teams are so close, and we've talked about Tampa, only four and a half games from being out of the playoffs entirely after their tremendous start. So those are uh, some some good uh, late games coming up as well. And uh, one other game I wanted to mention, Castillo and Maeda. Seattle won't go away. Good series this past weekend against Toronto. They're over 500 now, and the Twins have won 8-10. And the Twins are 53 and 48. They are now 320 at William Hill and three dollars at DraftKings to win wow. the division. Okay. After their after their comeback and, and what they did against the White Sox, so Maeda has been good. But we've been talked about though way too much respect for Castillo. Now favorite on the road, small favorite on the road here is one thing, but usually like you know big home favorite the last couple times out and it did not go well. No, and Maeda, I mean he got. So when he was injured this year, he had that blow-up start. I think it was against the Yankees where he allowed like 10 runs. But that was late April, I want to say. He got hurt in that game or around that time. Came back in late June. Basically, since late June and when he returned from that injury, the guys had one bad start. That's it. And I actually, I think this number is priced correctly today. Um, Well, actually, here at Circa, the Twins were plus 104. But if you could grab plus money on the Twins, I don't think that's a bad bet. But right where the neighborhood is pretty much where it should be. And the other one, uh, well... You mentioned the game for the Blue Jays against the Dodgers. Barrios, his outs prop is 17 and a half. Can he get to 18 outs? Can he can he go out there and pitch six innings against this Dodgers offense? Against these guys? I don't know. He's recorded at least that many outs, 18, in 12 of his last 17 starts. So the guy has been really, really good. Uh, and Grove is at home today. Now, this is not saying much. His ERA is 4.83 at home. Ks per nine are 9.7. 4.83 sounds really, really bad, and it's not great. But his ERA on the road is actually 8.85, and the whip is more than two. How does this stay under? How? I Look at the score. Look at the, these are the scores of the Dodgers last week. 6-4, Oh, it's because it looks too easy. I mean, it has been for the Dodgers, right? Uh, great. Brazil but scored that, another one. Right out of the uh, gates to begin the yep. second half. So this, yep. So I, I don't think with these two offenses and certainly how the, the the with Grove going, you know, Toronto should get theirs, but no one can hold this Dodger outfit down. No. My God. No. And uh, you Darvish is scheduled to go today. Is that number on the board? Yeah, he's uh, 260 here. 
Pirates. So worst worst record in baseball in July. Big week for the Padres. You know, what do they do? I think, uh, you know, it appears they're going to be sellers, but if they can happen, what was that yesterday? You couldn't hit that guy for Detroit? I don't. Uh, but they're 3-1 to one at DraftKings to make the playoffs, and big week here. You're supposed to sweep the Pirates or at least win the series, but then again, you know, they lost uh, two out of three at home to Kansas City and Washington. So. Sure. I'll point this out about Darvish, who's actually had, uh, you know, a couple of really good starts this month. But in his career, July has actually been uh, the month where he has his worst numbers. So every other month, like April, the, the combo of April and March, his ERA is 3.25. The highest ERA not named July is 3.66 in May. Every other month of the year, he's below like 3.4. But in July, his career ERA is 4.47. So the guy's been doing something right this year, but typically for his career, and he's been around for a long time, July is Hugh Darvish's worst month. Um, I know it's the Pirates. I could not play 260 with the Padres. I couldn't put them in a parlay. There's no way I could do that. Uh, Up next, we will discuss college football playoff odds. I believe you can say this for the first time in years about sport. I'll tell you what that is coming up on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to CallShe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. People all over Addison, and rightfully so, calm down out there. We all know about the speed of sound, but have you ever thought about the sounds of speeding? Drive too fast, you could hear the sound of your vehicle crashing, because one way or another, speeding catches up with you. Paid for by NHTSA. Relax. All right, all of our predictions are due for the VSIN College Football Betting Guide by this week, and it'll be out soon thereafter. All of the hosts here, everybody who writes at uh, the network, I can't wait to get my hands on this copy again coming up. The pro guide was awesome. Uh, we nail it. We hit it out of the park every time that we have a new guide. And this year, for the first time, Paul, am I wrong on this? 
I think for the first time in a long time that you can say and make the case for a lot of teams to actually make the college football playoff. I know TCU made it last year. I'm talking about right now in August, September to find, try to find like good betting opportunities and teams to make it like our former producer, Dustin, who's now on an afternoon show. He had TCU to make the playoff, I think, or to win the whole thing, like 80 to one, he'd bet him in early November. I don't know very many other people who had TCU to either make the playoff or to, you know, win the national championship last year. Yeah. So certainly but, a lot of people had could have predicted Georgia and Ohio State, but this is uh, yeah I, I agree with you that this is this is wide open because do you really trust like a Texas? Do you trust Clemson? Uh, certainly the you can't trust the Pac-12 with USC and and how they blew it last year and and even do you want to get there and take a shot with a Washington or someone like that? So maybe two from the Big Ten. Definitely, you got to make the certainly Georgia. Odds on favorite uh, should be uh, uh, to make the playoff, but do you trust LSU? And do you do you just say, well, okay, it's, it's a quote down year for Alabama and Saban. You, you can't dismiss Alabama. You figure they're just whoever's playing quarterback will be good enough. Yeah, I think there's a very good chance that we get two teams out of the Big Ten. Georgia's schedule is uh, one of the easiest in the entire schedule, but other than that, with the the SEC anyway, you brought up LSU, and I've heard a lot of people make the case for this team to make the playoff this year. Are they going to be 11-1 and or 12-0 and and going to the SEC title game? Because with two losses, we've seen this. Teams cannot get into the playoff with two losses. So I'm done trying to make the case for a okay. team that's, that has 10 wins and two losses on the year. Could happen this year, though, don't you think? I'd no, like I, don't. S- no? I don't. No? I don't I'd like so. to see a prop on that if they put that up. So LSU, they play Florida State. They're at Miss State. They're at Ole Miss. They're at Alabama. They get Florida at home. They play Texas A&M at home as well. That is... Five or six games right there that you know it's going to be difficult to accomplish. And everybody just, you know, blindly picking this team to go to Alabama and beat them in early November. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, it, that's easier said than done. And they might lose to Florida State to begin. So can they make it? Sure. It's also a difficult schedule. The Alabama schedule is not any easier. I mean, they have to avoid losing to Texas in week number two. Their road games are at Miss State, at AM, the Iron Bowl. They get uh, Arkansas, Tennessee, and LSU at home. And if the quarterback's a question mark, then you could see this team potentially losing a couple of times. Uh, but they are loaded everywhere other than that question mark at quarterback. I think Michigan, they're plus 345 to have an undefeated regular season. I don't love that bet because they still have to go play like at Penn State. But overall, I mean, the Michigan schedule, Paul, they're non-conference. They'll win by a combined 100 points. I mean, they get... East Carolina, UNLV, and Bowling Green at home before they begin the Big Ten slate with uh, Rutgers. Their road games in the Big Ten this year are Nebraska and Minnesota back-to-back weeks. They get Michigan State. They're at Penn State, which is going to be tricky. But I think they take care of Ohio State again at home this year. I think uh, Michigan, to make the playoff, at a basically it's even money or minus 105. I think that's a really good bet because I have them losing one game and that would be the Penn State game but even if they don't lose that I don't think they're going to lose another one so even if they lose that game and beat Ohio State I know Penn State in theory then could you know run the table and make it out of that side of the Big Ten and make the playoff um, I'm very high on Michigan this year and the job that Jim Harbaugh has done has been exceptional I mean this guy was basically dead to rights for his job a couple of years ago, and it completely flipped, and he's been bringing in monsters ever since. 
and they have a lot of talent. And now look at how that series, by the way, has turned around against the Buckeyes. Yeah. He's got to do a better job in the playoff, though. It's been ugly the last couple of years. Well, that's, yeah, that's neither uh, but, here nor that's. I would agree with that, but I'm talking about just to get to well, the playoff. Yes, yeah. You but, know? Uh, yeah, these other, te- all these teams play each other, though, too. I mean, that's why it's fascinating. You have the marquee Alabama-Texas game. You have that, that LSU-Florida State game to start that Sunday night game. Are you buying Clemson? You know, what's their record? Do they only have one loss? What's going to happen in the Pac-12? I mean, this is, uh, I do think you can make a case for a lot of teams, but then again, to your point, nobody had TCU. So that was refreshing for college football because it was so much of just the the same damn teams every year making the playoff. And then, of course, it's a whole completely, this is the final year we have it. Completely different ball game next year now when we go to 12. Yeah, I do like Clemson this year. I don't think they have a lot of uh, roadblocks in their way. They get FSU at home. They play at Miami. That's a team that I absolutely have to see it to believe it. No, right. Uh, before no I, I say anything positive about Miami whatsoever, they get Notre Dame and North Carolina at home. They close at South Carolina. Now, that could be a landmine for sure. We saw it happen last year when Spencer Rattler closed the season really well for the Gamecocks, and they were upsetting everybody. But I think that that's a relatively... They catch a break with the schedule. Florida State, they get LSU, and they play at Clemson and at Florida. Other than that, they can navigate it. And I know what you said about the Pac-12. And I can't disagree. And I'm looking at USC schedule, Paul. They have to play at Notre Dame. They get Utah, Washington, and UCLA at home. They play at Oregon. And this Washington team is absolutely loaded to the gills. But how does this team avoid losing two games? They play at Sparty. I'm telling you, I live and breathe. The game at Arizona is going to be tricky. They get Oregon at home. They're at USC. They play at Oregon State. You don't think that's going to be difficult? They get Utah at home. So these these teams out of the Pac-12, you're looking at the USC schedule mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. and you, you know the talent, they're going to score 40-plus a game, and Caleb Williams is going to be ridiculous, and Lincoln Riley's going to come across as the best play caller in, in the country yet again. But it, this, this conference never makes any sense. And that's why they'll stumble. They'll, they'll stub their toe no. one of these stupid weeks when they shouldn't. Now they do it to themselves. So to answer yeah. your question, you probably get to you could get to maybe nine or ten. Uh, team, I thought can make the case for teams to make the playoff. I but, think so. But how many do you trust? That's a whole other question entirely. But um, I, I don't trust Oklahoma. Well, you can't, yeah. Well, I trust Oklahoma more than Penn State. I can't Franklin in a big game. I no, no way. That's no true. way I can get there. In which I you know I reached out to Chris Felica. And I, you, you, not, again, not that he thinks it's going to happen, but he did point out that when Gabriel was in there, Oklahoma had a lot of close losses. Mm-hmm. You know, Venables has got to fix the defense, which was so bad last year as well. But that's the big if, too. I mean, what if USC actually has an average defense? Well, then watch out, and they'll be in this thing. And they should have been in it last year. But they have an excellent case to do it because they're just going to score so many points, and they have likely the number one pick in the draft at quarterback. Um, I think Washington's a little aggressive. Uh with, with their schedule, but again, to your point, it's just they, they find a way to, to mess this up every year with this conference. Yeah, the, the Pac-12 does, and typically so does the Big 12. And again, the, the Texas hype now, I mean, it's 9.5 with the win total. Over, I think, the last time I saw right. it was minus 140. Well, yeah, right. That's Even if they go over the win, you're right. Are you, you, we going to see a two-loss team, though? But that's, uh, I mean, I, you can go over your win total, but are they going to, strong schedule, but are they going to put you in at 10 and 2? Yeah, I don't know if they get, do you think they get a 10 wins? Uh, no, I don't, but uh, certainly brand name bias could factor in, and I could see an 11-2 and two Texas maybe getting in. 
Because certainly you're talking maybe about a win over Alabama non-conference and the way you do uh, in the conference with some tough games and a lot of people high on K-State. Yeah. But I, I mean, come on. So what, what has Sark accomplished? That's a thing. Um, and again, knowing how this conference operates, and I think they're a little bit too hyped this year with the expectations, uh, they're going to lose at least two games. My question is, are they going to lose a third one? At Alabama, they're catching seven points in week two. And then some of the road games they play, they're at Baylor. They play at TCU later in the year. They're at Iowa State. They get OU, of course, on a neutral, as they do every single year, and they play K-State at home. That team's going to go 11-1 and and make the Big 12 title game, and with the win, they're going to... I don't think that's happening. Like, that's a team I can't bet on. Um, and I doubt the Big 12 will actually get a team in the playoff this year, and maybe I'm wrong, and maybe yeah. this is the year pops for Sark. Wow. But I think a lot of these teams that we brought up, you can... Like, I think that you can make a case for Florida State or Clemson. Like, the winner of that game, I think, is going to be in pretty good shape if Florida State can beat LSU. Yeah. Would be Big Ten against SEC with the four. And I also, with conference realignment and the expanded playoff, you're seeing schools getting very aggressive in the non-conference and playing a lot of difficult opponents, too. Which, which you is have great to love. For, which, Yes, great for the sport. Yep. Um, the Ohio State schedule, they have to survive at Notre Dame. They get Penn State at home. They play at Wisconsin and at Michigan. Like that's, that's a pretty tough four-game uh, pretty tough mm-hmm. overall four games on the schedule for the Buckeyes with three of those being on the road. And the question, of course, that quarterback, but loaded pretty much everywhere else. So it's a fun discussion. Um, my bet's probably going to end up being on Michigan to make the playoff this year. I liked him quite a bit. Up next, Glenn Clark is a radio host in Baltimore and will help us preview the Ravens coming up here on VSIN. It'll be good to ask someone who covers a team on a daily basis what his best bet of the season will be on this team. That's coming up here on the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Download the DraftKings app today. New customers can bet $5, get $150 in bonuses instantly. Use promo code VEASAN when you sign up. DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. We are continuing the NFL daily previews here on Follow the Money. And today we talked about the Baltimore Ravens. A lot to like about this team. And Glenn Clark joins the program now. He is a radio host in Baltimore, 105.7 The Fan. He's on Twitter. Uh, today actually going to be called X, so I don't know. It's very confusing with uh, Elon Musk, what he's doing. But at Glenn Clark Radio Press Box Online. Good morning, Glenn. How are you today? Mitch, Polly, it's great to chat with you guys, as always. Appreciate it. I have to apologize if for some reason either of my kids run into the shot. We're on a uh, trip in beautiful Bethany Beach this morning. Are so, you really? Uh, there you go. I am. I am. But uh, whenever you guys ask, you guys have always been really kind to me. So well, very nice of you. Ask, yeah, we appreciate that, Glenn. Thanks so much for the time. Um, okay, so when we talked about them earlier, this is about an hour ago, we, we said on the air that, I mean, there is a lot to like about this team. The reason why I think they're 20-1 to 1 is because the teams that they might be considered to be behind in the power ratings in right. the AFC, I said if they're in the NFC, I mean, they're right there, in my opinion, with like the Eagles and the 49ers. Now, having said that, what, like, where are the weaknesses on the team? Like, what's the weakest link of the Baltimore Ravens going into the year? Image, I wholly agree with you. I think, you know, you just look around and you say it's murderer's row in the AFC right now, which makes it tough. But I think the secondary is concerning. Their second cornerback at the moment is Rocky Sin. Um, they have very little depth behind that. It's young guys. It's, 
uh, Jalen Armour Davis and Pepe Williams. Like that's a really thin group and a surprisingly thin group, considering that the Ravens under Eric DaCosta have built the defense from the outside in over the years. So there's a lot of, of concern about that. You lose Marlon Humphrey at some point, it becomes suddenly a mess. You might be having FedEx drivers playing cornerback at some point during the season. I still think a lot of veterans, too, but that's a concern. And then the edge rush at the moment has to be a concern as well. Um, right now, they're really relying on David Ajabo, the second-round pick a few years ago, who everybody thought you know, was a first-round talent, was just hurt, but we got to see it. He played two games last year. There's not a lot to go on. And then Adape Owe, their first-round pick, that, who has just shown so little signs. So they're going to need young players to step up and deliver some edge rush. They went younger on the defensive line, moving on to play as Campbell. I, I like I like a lot of the pieces of the D-line. Just a matter of PK could be in line for a big breakout season. Travis Jones could be in line for a big breakout season. But I would be concerned about both the secondary and the edge rush. They are, they are thin in both spots. Uh, you had to be excited when they introduced Monken. And just we talked about this before you came on, the creativity and imagination. And talking about let's go back to the Louisville days with Lamar and throw, throw, and throw. Because it was was tough. I remember that Saturday game against uh, uh, Cleveland with with the run, run, run with what Roman was doing. But how excited are you and the fans with with this potential offense and it's just going to be an aerial assault? Yeah, Paulie, look, I, it, it is extraordinarily exciting. Somebody would say it would be exciting for anybody but Greg Roman to be all, the offensive coordinator. I always add in the caveat. They did do a fair amount of winning under Greg Roman, but yes, it was tough to watch at times, a lot of times. Um, we still have to remember the Ravens are an AFC North team. It is in their DNA to play cold weather games in December and January mm-hmm. and want to be able to win those games. I don't think that this is going to turn into – 50-plus passes per game. I still think that they are going to keep a semblance of balance, um, but it will be nothing like, obviously, what we saw under Greg Roman. And yes, I mean, it's it's not just the changing coordinator. It's the commitment to Lamar. It's the commitment to the wide receiver position. This has really been an unprecedented offseason in Ravens history. We've never seen them commit to one side of the ball this much in one offseason in the history of this franchise. Okay. Is the hype real with Flowers? Yeah, I mean, if he can be Steve Smith, I, I still think that it's going to have to be, because given his sides, you got to see exactly how they're willing to use them. Are they going to design these plays to get the ball in his hands? And I know James Jones was raving about what he's heard, and we've heard good things as well, but I still think it becomes a question of he's not necessarily going to be winning one-on-one matchups downfield. They're going to have to design plays specifically saying, this play ends with the ball in Zay Flowers' hands. Now, that's something that Greg Roman never did with a playmaker, right? Everybody always said, well, you've got Devin Duvernay, and he's quick. Why not you try doing that? Well, Zay Flowers is obviously more talented than Devin Duvernay. We will see if that's the case. I, I think there is an awful lot to like about Zay Flowers. I think he can be a weapon that is very unique and not something that we have seen in Baltimore in some time. But we've got to see the willingness from Todd Munkin in order to do that. If we do, the sky's the limit. Follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Glenn Clark, he's a radio host on 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore, Press Box Online, and uh, on Twitter at Glenn Clark Radio. I actually think entering the season that they're better off at the wide receiver position than the running back position. Do you think that's a fair statement? Yeah, I mean, the depth, obviously. Rashad Bateman, I think everybody has completely lost in this shuffle when he mm-hmm. was healthy a year ago. And look, it was a very small sample size. When he was healthy, but like the first two games a year ago, 167 yards and a couple of touchdowns, 
he was proving to have that connection with Lamar Jackson to be a bit of an alpha. I, obviously, the Odell Beckham thing is still a bit of a wild card. Like, we still see exactly where he is. But if he can be the, the Rams version of Odell Beckham, they've got something there. They have a lot at the wide receiver position. The running back thing, health has been an issue for a couple of years. We saw J.K. Dobbins. Whatever is going on, whether he's going to you know, some sort of hold out, hold in, I don't know to what end. The running back thing throughout the NFL is a bigger problem. And I certainly see where he is wanting a deal that's not coming at the moment. But as long as he shows up, we saw even at a point where he didn't have that second gear a year ago, he was still leading the NFL in yards per carry. Like J.K. Dobbins gets completely lost when we talk about running backs because he hasn't been able to stay healthy and stay on the field, but he's talented. On the whole, I probably agree with you, but I think there's an opportunity here for J.K. Dobbins if he's hell-bent on proving, if he thinks he can get a contract and – you know, Jonathan Taylor might be right. It might not matter how well you perform. You just might not be able to get a contract at this point. But if he thinks it's possible, a hellbent J.K. Dobbins could be interesting this season. What do you think of Lamar Jackson forty to one to lead the league in passing yards? Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. I just still think that like there's going to be enough times where they're going to spread out the field, and as much as they're going to take design runs out of the offense, this is still Lamar Jackson that we're talking about. And when the space is there he's still going to go take it with his feet. I mean, there's a couple of props that I, that I did see as I was poking around knowing I was talking to you guys. Like I love the, um, the Ravens to have a 10 touchdown DraftKings have Ravens have a 10 touchdown uh, reception guy. And Mark Andrews would have already done that twice in his career. Okay. If Lamar Jackson had been healthy a year ago, he only had five, but again, what if Lamar Jackson finishes the season and they're not playing with Tyler Huntley? I, I like that. That's still going to be their red zone guy. I like that prop. Um, leading the lead in, league in passing or even the over 4,000 passing yards, I, I still have to see it, right? I'm not ready to jump and buy that ticket just yet, but I do like the idea of a 10-touchdown receiver uh, that I saw in draft because that would be one that I would jump. Do you think they win 11 games? We talked about how tough this division is before you came on in the schedule, but you know, last year all the blown leads and the, the yeah. second most losses went up a touchdown or, or more at halftime. What do you think about 11 wins? You know, I was I was going over the schedule because I knew you guys were going to talk about that. The one thing I would say is if they can make hay early and you would assume that they're healthy, it sets up well for them because the division games at the back end of the schedule are all at home. Right. It's just I've never seen this before with their schedule. Mm -hmm. So if they're healthy early, they, they are able to pocket some wins in division on the road. Then they have that opportunity, even as they deal with injuries as the season goes on, provided that Lamar Jackson stays healthy. That in the second half of the year, you see there the Browns, the Bengals, those are home games. I actually think I lean towards kind of liking the over. You're betting on health, right? And it's almost an odds play at this point. Could you really lose Lamar Jackson again to injury? If he can stay healthy and the more important core pieces, Mark Andrews, Marlon Humphrey, they can stay healthy, Ronnie Stanley at left tackle, I think they have a really good opportunity of hitting over 10 and a half. I think there's a real chance there for that one to be one that I would buy. Yeah, and their win total moved actually. Uh, it was nine and a half earlier on in the offseason. And Glenn, I'm looking at that prop right now that you brought up. It's under team specials on the DraftKings uh, website. It's it's yeah, So it's phrased, any Baltimore Ravens player to have 10 plus regular season rushing or receiving touchdowns. It's plus, yeah. it's plus 380. I, I think yeah, you might be on something I, here. 
I think it's worth a taste, right? Like, I'm not going all in, but I think it's worth a taste as you throw in if J.K. Dobbins has a huge year or if Lamar, I mean, he's never run for 10. That's an extraordinary number. But I really like Mark Andrews. I mean, he's, if Lamar Jackson stays healthy, Mark Andrews has done this already at least twice in his career, maybe a third time with Lamar Jackson being healthy. He's always going to be the red zone guy. He's always going to be that threat. I just think it's worth spending a couple of weeks all right, you can follow Glenn on Twitter. He's at Glenn Clark Radio, Press Box Online at 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore. Thanks for the time. Enjoy the rest of your time at uh, Bethany Beach. Mitch, Paul, I always appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me. Be good. Thank you. There you go. That's a pretty good find. Um, and yes. you, they have that for every single team, different team specials that they can put up there, and uh, a bunch of different offers on the menu uh, on every team in the NFL under team specials. And that's uh, So you can get Lamar to run for 10, Dobbins to run for 10, that's Andrews to catch for 10, whatever it is, any player to rush or receive for at least 10 plus touchdowns at plus 380 on the Ravens today. Up next, do you concur? Avoid this commonly used gambling phrase. Avoiding it is very, very tough. That's coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to CallShe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest. Unlimited access to the VEASAN.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, date, and more. Very important with a guy like Nigel, who's on next Friday. Start a soccer, also a big tennis guy. Check the VEASAN leaderboard, betting records, who has a hot hand, ROI. Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, hippo videos. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Sign up now, $19, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Great moments in history have begun with a question. They are not to be, that is the question. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? And what kind of hair product does Mitch Moss use? But follow the money wants to know. Do you concur? Concur. What, sir? Do you concur? Hi, Paulie. Uh, on tilt, 
at UrbanDictionary.com is described as a poker term used to describe someone who is letting their luck affect the way they play. For example, if someone has lost a bunch of hands in a row, he or she might start playing recklessly to try to make up for it. No matter how long you either play poker or bet on sports, being on tilt is occasionally tough to avoid. Do you concur? Oh, absolutely. It's going to happen. It has to happen. I mean, unless you don't watch the games when you bet. But uh, it happens all the time in blackjack, poker as well. You su- guy sucks out on you, you take a bag beat. And especially uh, video poker as well. I mean, how many times can you get dealt four to the Royal or three aces and it doesn't happen, right? Well, here's the example. I'm glad you brought that up right. because you and I played in this uh, slot tournament over the weekend. Oh, oh, yeah, right. And it was an Ultimate X slot tournament at the D here in downtown Las Vegas. I mean, how many times? And so Ultimate X, again, if you get like, you know, the multipliers, once they kick in, it's like, oh boy, you can really take off. How many times was I dealt three aces or, you know, three deuces? Uh, whatever the case might with be. Big with multipliers. Play, with yes. big multipliers. And I could never yep. get anything to click. And so I had no chance to finish in the money in the slot tournament. It's just like, and yep. by the way, I, I, I'm pretty fast. I think these slot tournaments need to be like corrected a little bit. Absolutely. They need to, they need to reward speed. Absolutely. Well, well said. Because I, I can promise you that I can play almost as many hands as anybody, right? I mean, you go blazing fast. I'm blazing fast. They don't reward speed. No, it's all it's the luck of no. the draw is what it is, which kind of stinks. Yeah. But that tied into, like, the betting weekend that I had in golf as well. I mean, I'm sitting on Minwoo Lee top 10, who was three under and, like, in sixth place on, on Friday. Completely fell on his face this weekend. Jordan Spieth top 20. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for checking in. Yeah. And then that tied into having Patrick Rogers yesterday at the Barracuda. He was minus a thousand to win with four holes to go. Oh, I just like everything is, and I'm like, what is happening today? Well, even when it goes your way, it can be tilting because we we would have we, we were partners. We could have won. I was dealt quads twice, but without the multiplier. Uh, of course. I mean, if those are multipliers, hello. Yeah, if you're right? sitting on like hello, uh, ten thousand first place. Yeah, right. But uh, that's how it goes. So you're right. Uh, I'll continue with that theme. Because if you get a hit like Brian has had, Delta Royal, 10 play on 50 cent, 25 cent, or the 12 times on a dollar, which we showed earlier for 48,000. If that finally happens to you, you will retire from video poker. You will retire. Yeah, probably. You do concur. You will. I probably would retire, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, How are you going to top that, right? If I were to hit something like that... Uh, and I'm, I'm, I would say at least a minimum has got to be a 50 cent denomination or a dollar. And if I, if I'll tell you, if, if it was like four aces and a kicker and it was like eight times, right? I think that'd be like the, cause I, the Royal flushes I've given up on. I cannot hit them it's to save bad. my life. Yeah, so if that ever, if that would ever pop like on a multiplier like that, I think I probably would yep. call it quits. There is no way, no way Oppenheimer can be this good. Do you concur? Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I know it's only the trailer that I've watched, but I'm not really even excited to watch the movie. Three hours? That's it's three hours. Again, I think that Damon's been miscast. <laughs> yeah. Um, Such a goofy scene that they show in the trailer with him. I totally the, agree. Right? Yes. Richard Roper's on Friday. What is the best movie he's seen in how long? He said the best movie of this century. Wow. Michaela works here. Loved it. With the exception uh, of Emily Blunt's performance, which he said, which I found odd. But. Well, here's the thing. I have to give Nolan the benefit of the doubt, though. I have to. I know you didn't like Tenet, 
But, uh, yeah, yeah, no. I love Nolan, but I didn't. I didn't, yeah, I didn't think Dunkirk was all that. I, 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 maybe that comparison's there, because people all yeah. you gotta go see Dunkirk. I mean, it was not bad, but this was. But I, I love Nolan. Yeah. So I guess maybe that whole theatrical experience that you're gonna get is gonna be loud and it's gonna sound terrific. Maybe that would be worth it. But uh, three hours, I, I just I don't even think it looks that great. And by the way, it got dwarfed this weekend by Barbie. Yes, it did. Which did like $155 million. Everyone wearing pink. And I I was watching something, some news station, and they went back and said, like, everyone, 88% of girls growing up had a Barbie doll. Oh, I buy that. So this is, yeah, okay. Yeah. So if you're thinking about how big this movie could be and women losing their minds here. Yeah, so I will ask you if and when you're pressed into going, sucking it up and watching Barbie theater will be worth it down the road. Do you concur? No. I, I like what our guy did earlier, where it's like, you go to Barbie, I'll go to Mission Impossible, and then I'll meet you afterwards. Oh. How we work it out. Now, you're going to get points, but you can get points by doing other things. Maybe yeah. a gift, maybe buy, helping buy a out with a... Do Whatever something. it is. I don't know. Yeah, right. I, I'll tell you. As, yeah. Well, you're you're not married. I am. Yeah. Okay. You're smarter than I am, period. <laughs> so, I, I went on Friday... Just because it's like she really wanted to go. And I knew this was going to happen. I told you this earlier in the summer. I'm like, it's a lock. I have to go. Did they score again? No, no. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> so I went. But it's, I, com- I it's coming, though. It's it's really an odd movie. Is it? It's not I, It's not what I expected at all. I did not anticipate watching that for an hour and 45 minutes or whatever it was. So What is it? What are they? Just on an adventure? What, what's Ken and Barbie up to? I don't, I can't, I don't have time to explain it. I, I googled. I would, it I would need ten I, minutes to explain it. That'd be a waste okay. of my time. Because I knew you were going to ask me about. It. I googled to see what the box office did, and then I just said, you know, bizarre explanation to the ending, which I don't know what happened, but I didn't want to click on it either. So I, it's I, actually a really funny line the way she closed the movie. Okay. that's maybe one of the best parts of the whole movie. But it was. I don't know. I, and anyway, so I would say this: like, look, I mean, football starts in a month and a half. If somebody, if your better half is going to ask you, that's a good you, point. I, that's a good point because now it's. Yeah. Now every now Sunday, be, you know where you're going to be. It's going to be Saturday and Sunday. Sorry, hon. I'm busy. You know the schedule. I have football for 27 hours over the weekend. Oh, you want to go to Barbie in July? Fine. I'll go to Barbie. But, dude, it's not. I I, I don't know how anybody could walk away saying right. that movie was good. Well, so, we're talking to plenty of guys out there. Yeah. FTM at vcin.com. If you saw it, if you, were, well. if you were, yeah, if you had to go to this weekend, what'd you think yeah. of it? And, well, also, uh, the, also the game plan. Yeah. I mean, yeah, do you, what, do you, yeah, how do you approach it? Do you suck it up, or do you have enough equity to say, I'm sitting this one out, too? I mean, we, there's, plus, there's plenty of options, you know? Mission Impossible, Oppenheimer. Oh, for sure. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, we are down to four teams that can win the American League. Do you concur? I'll go. My four. Orioles, Blue Jays, Rangers, Astros. That's it. That's the list. Uh, I think we're down to three. I don't. I don't know if the Orioles can do it. I, I, I just with that pitching staff. Oh, here we go. Come on. What, it, come it's come because on, you have them, road. Paul. No, with that rotation, I still don't believe. I still can't believe they're twenty-two over five. Look at the rotation. Which rotation do you love? I'd rather have the Texas rotation on yeah, playoff time. I'd rather have the Houston rotation. Uh, even rather have even the Blue Toronto. Games? I mean, I could go with Gossman and Bassett. I mean, it just. Who am I starting in game one? Kramer? Wells? Probably. I mean, I, I know I can outscore people, but that's... I'm going to say Wells. If it's set up that way? This is the... This is the question mark? Yeah. And even Tampa Bay, you go McClanahan and uh, Glasnow, which I 
you know, it's, a, it's an F, but that's that's not bad either. Certainly, they can't hit mm. right now, but that's okay. It's so also, you have three. It's all, yeah, I have four, but we're I think we're drawing a line to the same teams. I'm saying no Rays, no Yankees, no Twins, no Guardians, no, no Rays, Angels, yes. no Mariners. Yes. yes, yes, yes. So it's one of those four teams. Yes, concur, okay. concur. All right. There you go. Uh, that's do you concur for this Monday. There is some uh, breaking news in the NFL. Um, Naheem Hines suffered. This is from Tom Pelissero, NFL Network. He suffered a significant knee injury off-site and is expected to miss the entire 2023 season. Uh, as he pointed out, a very tough break for Buffalo and Hines, who was acquired at the trade deadline last fall. I mean, I won't forget the game against the Patriots at home. I mean, that's the game after DeMar Hamlin. And I had the Bills minus six and a half in that game. I think that was one of my biggest bets mm-hmm. of the entire year. And mm-hmm. if it's not for that guy, they, I don't know, they don't mm-hmm. cover the game. They, I don't know if they win the game. He, two kickoff returns that game for a touchdown. So that guy has been, I mean, he's, got, he's not going to give you, you know, 22 carries for 106 yards and five catches. He's not that guy. But as like a serviceable replacement and a special teams guy, pretty good. Pretty good. So, oh boy, that kind of stings a little bit here. Begin the year for the Buffalo Bills. Up next. That was a problem last year. Yep. Especially um, the defense with all the injuries. Okay, so this is great. Uh, DraftKings is now offering a player's next team after the deadline prop on a bunch of players. We're talking about Snell, Otani, Hader, Verlander. We'll tell you the teams and the odds coming up next here and follow the money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to CallShe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.